0: What the hell should we watch this weekend, Steve? Um, there's a TV show. I don't know if you've heard of it. It's called The Last of Us. Uh, I think you talked about it maybe once. Yeah, Um yeah. N- Nobody told me that it was scary. Like, you guys and you love your scary shows, and then you're just like, oh, by the way, you should watch it. It's like a video game. Uh-uh. Nay-nay, my friend. It's very scary.
1: I... I, I would argue that it has its moments, but it's not, I wouldn't roll into a category like The Walking Dead or a horror series. I think it's more character-driven than anything. Uh, I mean, if episode three do- doesn't show how character-driven it really is, then I, I don't know. <laughs> you know, like okay. it's a, I think it's a perfect example.
0: I think that you're being dismissive because the reality is, is I've started to watch episode three, four times. And every time something happens in that hole in the basement, right at the very beginning of the episode, I turn it off and go watch something else. Four (laughs) times I've tried. That's how scared it is. I am. It is. I'm just,
1: I'm just just braver, I guess. You are. It's true. (laughs) It's true.
0: The courageous Steve Stebbing is here. What the hell should we watch this weekend, buddy? It's great to have you back. Let's get started with the new releases. Uh, Speaking of sounding scary, Knock at the Cabin. We're not here to hurt you, but you have to stay here in the cabin with us. Families throughout history have been chosen to make this decision. Your family must choose to willingly sacrifice one of the three of you to prevent the apocalypse. We're not sacrificing anyone. For every no you give us, hundreds of thousands of people are going to die. Wow. Um, yeah. So Hey, cabins also scary.
1: Yeah. And I want to start this one off by the, all the commercials they are saying from the mind of M night Shyamalan, this is actually based on a book by Paul Trombley and they're burying this, uh, and, and making that M night came up with it. He didn't, he's adapting a book. So I just, it really bothers me that they're steamrolling authors now for, for trailers just to make it sound like the director came up with it. Um but well it's is
0: pretty popular. I get that, but still absolutely. not very fair, is it?
1: No, I don't think so. I think it's diminishing uh somebody's uh work for sure. Um but I I will admit that the last two M Night Shyamalan films really did not work for me. Uh being glass and the last one was uh old both films I just felt like they fell flat on their face. Because I think that uh, Knight needs somebody to retool his human dialogue because nobody talks like this, and it's it's really upsetting. So I think that's... I haven't seen Knock at the Cabin because I didn't play early um, in Penticton, but I am going to see it tomorrow. And I will say I'm going to keep that bar ankle high because... Um, I've just been really disappointed in M night and I don't want to be, cause this has got Dave Bautista kind of being the bad guy heavy as the leader of four strangers that descend on a cabin in the woods, uh, a man on a man and his husband and uh, their daughter, and basically says you need to make a choice and this choice will determine whether the world ends or not. And interesting concept. Does it pan out? I don't know. All right. What else should we watch this weekend?
0: Steve Stebbing is here. Next on our list is Alice, darling.
1: I lied to him. He has every right to be angry. Lied about what? About being here.
0: There's my girl. I didn't know you were coming. Well, I'm sure Alice will explain it all later. Are you sorry for what you did? Now this is Anna Kendrick who is unbelievable but not the Anna Kendrick that we're used to seeing.
1: Yeah this isn't the pitch perfect Anna Kendrick. This isn't even up in the air Anna Kendrick. This is full on drama Anna Kendrick and she gives one of the greatest performances I've ever seen out of her. Uh, Basically she is a woman in an abusive relationship that uh, goes for kind of the girls trip uh, um, and it turns out that it's got more motive behind that because it's almost an intervention to get her out of this relationship and um it's it's really well put together because it really um it it really gets inside the psyche of abuse uh, of how it can turn internal into self-harm um or justifying of the abuse thinking you deserve it all that kind of stuff and I think that Uh, The director of this one, which is, uh, her name's uh, uh, Mary Nye. She's actually the daughter of Bill Nighy. And uh, just a bold debut and kind of just bringing up so many themes that are are very prevalent in society, uh, whether you want to believe it or not. And um, yeah, I just thought it was fascinating. And it just, as the credits roll, you just kind of got to take a breath after you've seen what's happened in this film. It's just very well done
0: all right that one is called alice darling i saw this it's on the list on netflix as being one of the most popular in canada right now uh pamela a love story
1: i didn't sleep last night at all if anybody is watching this go to hell i blocked that stolen tape out of my life in order to survive and now that it's all coming up again i feel sick i want to take control of the narrative for the first time
0: uh pamela anderson and in in the sort of pre-roll trailer stuff like it's a real new look at at pamela anderson there's she's sitting there doing the interviews there's literally no makeup on goes to show how beautiful she truly is without all the makeup Mm -hmm. and it's it's pretty pretty authentic for what we've seen
1: yeah this is this is raw unguarded pam anderson Giving the straight story in her own ways like yes, we're going to talk about the scandals and and the sex tape and, and all this stuff but she goes even further than that and talks about incidences in her childhood and her upbringing and everything and it's all done from her place on the waterfront in Ladysmith on Vancouver Island and it's just such, it's such a tourism B.C shot like constantly you're just like oh my god i want to go there like i've been to lady smith a bunch of times but it's like yeah it's time to go back it's so gorgeous but to see um to see the damage that the scandal, not only the scandals put on her but the media put on her the talk show hosts put on her that everybody she encountered in hollywood put on her and and in in the world they put on her and put these labels on her and it's just it just shows you how the world did her wrong, honestly. Mm-hmm. And um, I was captivated from the moment it started to the moment it ended. I absolutely loved it. And I really want to pick up the book, too.
0: Uh, it is an interesting um, look. There's one line in the trailer where they say um, it's almost like she's lost her own identity and the world owns the identity of um of Pamela Anderson, and really, when you think of it that way, it's kind of true. The world kind of expected something from her, like she owed the world something, and um, and it was kind of interesting that that's the way that folded it out. I think it was pretty accurate. Looking forward to watching that one. Uh, Steve Stevestebbing.ca By the way, what the hell should we watch this weekend? Uh, close. Uh, est-ce que je peux poser
1: une
0: question? Est-ce que vous <inaudible> well uh
1: you're gonna have to translate yeah did you get that uh yeah I did no, <laughs> yeah, didn't. yeah this is this movie it's a Belgian movie it's actually uh one of the best foreign uh nominees this year um and and kind of my last of that category to kind of wrap up that i've seen everything in that category and i mean going into this movie i'm like oh pfft, this movie like uh all quiet on the western front is just going to win anyway so whatever but close absolutely devastated me uh it's about two young boys that are that are the best of friends they're very close they love to hug they love to be near each other but when they start getting bullied over it when they go back to school it ends up tearing their friendship apart in the most tragic way and it hits you like a sledgehammer right to the heart because i think there's a lot that people can relate to, um, especially when especially as kids, when you have that close friend then something gets in the way and kind of splits you apart. And you lose touch with that person. And I I feel like this this movie kept making me think about my own relationships and my own friends that I, I made in school and beyond. And yeah, you kind of internalize a lot of it. But yeah, I was really blown away by it. Uh, writer and director Lucas Don't, he is somebody to look out for in the future. I'd say this might be kind of, if not the winner, but the runner up for uh, Best foreign this year.
0: Wow, okay, there you go, Steve stevestemming.ca. Not only is he, um, is he the movie um, review guy, but he's a movie prognosticator. Okay, on TV, <laughs> let's get through these really quick. Um, we've got Kunk on Earth, I think. It's on Netflix.
1: Apparently, I've only been given half a minute to tell you about my venture up humanity. That's hardly long enough to explain the pyramids. It's obviously just big bricks in a triangle. I'll be asking questions. What was the Soviet onion? And go to every corner of a globe without corners. Do we know if China has a roof?
0: Tell us about it.
1: Well, thanks to the brilliance of lead actress and creator Diane Morgan and Black Mirror's Charlie Brooker, we get the answer to the question what if planet Earth was redone, but done by an idiot? And that's who Philomena Kunk is. She essentially is vapidly stupid and talking to experts who I guarantee were not told that they were going to be part of an elaborate ruse or an elaborate joke, like much like the Sasha Baron Cohen style. And some of the most hilarious interviews happen with just them just staring at her being like, is she seriously asking me this question and yeah, I am all about this show. I think everybody should check it out because it's uh it was made by the BBC, but the Netflix Netflix kind of picked it up and they didn't really put a lot of like ad campaign behind it. So it is going to be one of those discoveries, but I just think it's so brilliant in the most vapid ways.
0: If you're looking for more episodes on the TV front, Proud Family Louder and Prouder season 2 on Disney Plus.
1: Fanny Proud.
0: Watch it. Anybody know where she is? Yeah. the kwame i didn't hear my alarm again
1: hey we here yo 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 what it do proud?
0: all right tell us about it steve sounds fun
1: yeah this is uh like a disney plus resurrection of a show that ran from the late 90s into the early 2000s something like a, a show that was kind of um i was i was too old for at the time that it came out but i i picked up the first season of this one to watch with my daughter and the whole family ended up really really enjoying it because it is genuinely funny with some great character work and everything and i mean a great voice cast uh kyla pratt's in this one kiki palmer uh tommy davidson from in living color plays the plays the dad in this one who is just hysterically funny Uh, And yeah, I really, really enjoy it. I thought I would just kind of put it on for background noise for my daughter to enjoy. But uh, I love it. And I as soon as Disney gave me the screeners for season two, I kind of like held it above my head like I've got it. And everybody in my house was pumped, kind of the hero of the day. But yeah, Yeah. I think it's a lot of fun. Uh, Proud family is uh, louder and prouder and really well done.